This is Religion Unplugged, a regular podcast about the role of faith in public life. Hello, friends of the Media Project. This is Paul Gladder, Executive Director based in New York City area. And we want to do a feature where we hear from people around the world, our members and friends, about how church service went for them on Sunday with coronavirus fears. Hello, everyone. This is Liz from New Delhi, India. Although there are not many cases uh, compared to many other European countries, but uh, we have also taken certain measures. The Archbishop has issued a circular saying that uh, Holy Mass and all those uh, you know functions in the churches and diocese will not be there. But the, the priest will be saying the Mass and the, that will be streaming online. People can uh, observe that from their respective places. The Archbishop has specially said that since uh, the Indian Prime Minister has already ordered a curfew-like situation on Sunday, so the church also is following the instructions given by the government. The Archbishop has specifically asked, this is the time to show our pastor solicitude and nearness to the people. All should be more available to phone or email. So uh, together with taking care of the people, promoting social distance and home isolation, please be prudent and careful about your own health. This is the message uh, the Archbishop has given. Um, uh, yes, of course, people are um, worried and uh, they are sharing prayers and um, um, there are WhatsApp groups uh, in the parishes and other, other com- you know, the small church organizations have different groups. So everybody is um, uh, united in prayer and uh, we are hoping for the best. Hello. Yesterday, uh, which was uh, the 18th of March 2020, our Ministry of Health informed us Zambia has recorded two cases of the novel coronavirus or COVID-19. We have a ministry that is called the Ministry of Religious Affairs. And uh, this particular ministry with the minister in charge, uh, Reverend Godfrida Sumaili, has risen to the occasion to speak, particularly to the church, to give a few things that they need to take into complete consideration as we go through uh, this particular phase where we're uh, literally beginning to deal with this. There have been a a lot of efforts to try and prevent it uh, coming to Zambia with uh, surveillance at entry points, airports, and uh, sensitization, media-wise, and officials talking about it on different platforms. But for the religious affairs minister, she's spoken directly to the church. And for her, she's talking about people avoiding uh, physical contact. So no hand greetings, no high fives, no hugs. These are very common in the churches, especially when people are gathered together. And, And she's talking about the period in which churches can gather because the government has given a restriction that small groups of about 50 can meet, 50 or less, maximum 50 can meet. But um, such a gathering needs to be uh, taken and, uh, and held within an hour. So not more than one hour is what has been prescribed as 
a church time or a gathering, a prayer time. So uh, the other one really is the laying on of hands. So there's been a restriction placed on people to lay hands on those that they're praying for. That's the, those are some of the restrictions. But I'm, I'm sure that as we proceed, there's going to be a lot more in terms of online gathering where people have to begin to resort to online interaction where churches can utilize and maybe invest into online platforms where you have smartphones, uh, maybe a bit of training for the clergy themselves to see how they can equip and, and prepare themselves for where the world is at right now. Because what this coronavirus has done is that it's it's altered the, the systems and the way that people do their everyday business, including the church. And that's what's happening here in Zambia. Hey, dear friends, this is Taylor from Arlington, Texas. Um, I just want to share um, on what is happening on this side of the country. Um, this past week has been like the most difficult one because we are seeing a lot of places being closed and some of them were like the churches. So what happened on Sunday is that um, together with my friends and uh, people from uh, my community, what we are doing is that we've started a prayer line whereby we meet and we call in and we pray on a teleconference. Um, we're doing like a 15-day uh, group prayers whereby we're just praying uh, that everybody around the world can um survive and can go through this um at the end of the day i mean we believe that it's only god who's gonna help us uh so that is what we are doing um we are meeting up every day at nine in the night and everybody's calling in and we pray and worship together on the phone so basically on sunday what happened as a family we sat down and watched um the prayers on tv we did have our service online, so that was not a very difficult thing, though. Uh, but for my nieces and my nephew, it's something that they're not used to doing. But they're really having a difficult time, you know, just explaining to them what's going on and for them to be able to understand the situation. And even the fact that they're not even going out to play is very difficult. So basically, that's what we are doing. The church is closed until further notice, and we are doing everything online. For us, what is very important is the prayer group that we've started, and we are praying together every day. So thank you very much, and I'd like to encourage everybody, wherever you are across the world, we are together. We love you, and we care. Bye-bye. The spread of coronavirus around the world has also forced Latin America to tighten their sanitary security measures. This includes the prohibition of all kinds of meetings, affecting religious services and forcing churches and Christian communities to strengthen their social networks and communication channels. Latin America was one of the last regions in which the coronavirus emerged during this pandemic, and it was also one of the regions with the highest social and medical awareness, especially in some example countries. So the number of infections and deaths is 
considerably low. Argentina, Paraguay, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru closed their borders in order to face this pandemic, which already affects more than 10,000 people in the region. The dead are about 250 people until now. In Lima, Peruvian President Martín Vizcarra has declared a state of national emergency and mandatory social isolation in Peru and announced a Latin America front against the COVID-19 pandemic. He also announced that he has virtually contacted the presidents of Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, and Ecuador, and a representative of the president of Brazil, in order to coordinate regional efforts and combat the spread of the virus that is already affecting the area. The Latin American government's agreement includes the closing of common borders and health cooperation. Peru has officially declared a national emergency and a total mandatory quarantine with the exception of basic services. Street circulation is limited. Schools and university classes have been suspended. And all kinds of public gatherings, including Catholic masses and evangelical services. The main evangelical churches issued statements in compliance with the government's disposition and inviting their fellows to follow Sunday services and Bible courses through social networks. The use of social networks in Latin America churches is partial, except for great figures of Latin American gospel, such as Marcos Witt, Jesus Adrián Romero, Danilo Montero, or the Argentine pastor and speaker Dante Gable, for example, very popular in Latino America, although now he's doing his ministry from the United States. They also have an important presence in networks. For example, the web of the TV channel Enlace, enlace.org, and a various apostolic movements. Pastor Cesar Sobero from the Christian and Missionary Alliance in Lima, Alianza Cristiana y Misionera, told to Religion Unplugged that the engagement numbers of the church social networks increased considerably last Sunday as a result of the government's measures. We have seen the views and interactions on our social network grow from believers in our congregation and also from new people who observe our Sunday services. We are now ready to launch Bible Academy courses and virtual small group meetings to serve our congregation and also to continue our evangelistic and pastoral counseling efforts. We're facing the spiritual demand that arises from the crisis of this pandemic, Sobero says. The issue of social media for Christian ministry has gained strength in recent years among churches in this part of the continent. For journalist Javier Bolaños, director of Evangelico Digital, evangelicodigital.com, a news Spanish web portal that is published in San Jose, Costa Rica, says the crisis generated by COVID-19 is making churches turn their gaze to new media as a fundamental tool for the fulfillment of the Great Commission.
Conferences such as COICOM, Conference of Evangelical Communicators, or Expo Lead in Miami, Congress of Editors of Christian Literature, have recently offered training to Latin American Christian pastors and Christian communicators in order to improve their relationships with their faithful truth social networks. Bolaños also says that a pandemic like the one that we are living, and especially in Latin America, generates natural fear, and people look for spiritual answers that can be found quickly on social networks, which are the most powerful tool at hand than physically attend a Christian temple in these circumstances. Transmission via streaming of Sunday services and Bible courses from churches in Latin America are still limited, partly due to the low quality of internet connection in most countries. According to the web speed test, which measures the speed of connections, Latin America is the Lagarde quadrant with the low quality service. Added to this is the cost of the internet service, often not within the reach of the popular sectors, as well as the quality of cell phones, which are mostly basic in large popular sectors. Despite everything, the situation of quarantine and social isolation arranged by governments in Latin America should be considered as a great opportunity for churches that have not developed their social networks as a ministry of preaching the gospel and caring for believers. Karina Estrada, consultant in digital transformation, points out that Latin American churches must develop their pastoral tools and teams in order to face the new social and spiritual reality. Now, more than ever, what the world needs are messages of hope and salvation. The world suffers, and many people can now be rich without much expense compared to traditional forms of pastoral work. The message must be simple, direct, fluid, and emotionally connected to people. Comfort and hope is what people need. People are looking for these messages on networks here in Latin America and all the world, says Estrada. Reinaldo Aragón from Lima, Peru. Religion Unplugged. This episode of the Religion Unplugged podcast was hosted by executive editor Paul Gladder, edited and produced by Peter Freeby. Special thanks to Religion Unplugged managing editor Megan Clark. The Religion Unplugged podcast is a production of religionunplugged.com and is part of The Media Project, a nonprofit dedicated to equipping journalists to cover religion. To read our award-winning global religion news coverage or to find out more about Religion Unplugged, visit religionunplugged.com or follow us on Twitter at religionmag.